It's time for the Little Agency That Roars podcast, a podcast that connects you with talented and brilliant people. And that's all of us. We are available wherever you stream your podcast. So go ahead and find us and subscribe. I'm your host, Michael Fasoni, and let's get started. Master of the Universe, Rochelle Craig. Yes, that'd be, that'd be appropriate. <laughs> Not. Um, okay. You ready? Ready, baby. Let's do it. Hmm. I'm sitting here with Rochelle Craig. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Rochelle? I'm doing so well. Thank you. Good. Thanks for inviting me here. Thanks for coming. Oh, I've I, waited for this for a long time. I know. We've had a and few we've had glitches. Troubles. I know. <laughs> not your fault. Not my part. Mostly my fault. So it's meant to be today. Exactly. Meant to exactly. be. The stars have aligned. They have. We have one of them right here. <laughs> Rochelle Craig. <laughs> And so let's not wait. Let's go ahead and tell people who you are and why people may know you or recognize your voice right now. Oh, that is a funny thing. People do recognize my voice. I bet. They do. Um, I'm Rochelle from Carpet Corner. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, everything's on sale. (laughs) But um, yes, that's where people will mostly recognize me from. Yes. And you don't own Carpet Corner. No, no. It's the funniest thing. When I first started doing um, the gig 36 years ago, everyone said, oh, does your family own Carpet mm. Corner? And then as it progressed, does your husband own Carpet mm. Corner? And now I'm in it so long that, oh, so you own Carpet Corner, don't you? Mm. <laughs> People still ask me that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when they find out we work together, oh, is she the, you know, is she the owner? Is she the owner? Is yeah. that her dog? Yeah. Oh, oh you know? the dog. Yes. Okay. So I know, I think everyone else wants to know, how do you become the spokesperson for Carpet Corner, let along the longest, we'll get into the longest running spokesperson, but okay. how do you get the gig? Wow. Well. Walk us through it. Okay. We had recently moved to the Kansas City area from the East Coast, my husband and I, and um, uh, we had moved actually in here uh, to Kansas City area in 81, and I dabbled a little bit in community theater, things like that, trying to get myself started. started. We started a family, and in um, 87, 1987, I know, the Stone Age, Um, I went, I decided I wanted to get back, after having my children, I wanted to get back into the theater again. So I dabbled and I went to auditions and I happened to go to an audition uh, for community players in Olathe, I think it was, back, back in the day. And I went for the audition. I knew I wasn't right for the part, but I thought this will be a good opportunity for me to get my feet wet again. You know, just get out there, make myself known. I go, and I knew I wasn't right for the part, but it was fun. It was fun. I met some new people. I left. The director called the next day and said, Hey, Rochelle, we really enjoyed you coming out. Thank you so much. You really weren't right for the part. And I said, You know, I know that. Uh, He said, But there was a gentleman there who said you would be a perfect spokesperson. And he wants you, and he wants to get in touch with you. And of course, I'm from the East Coast, so I went, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. He was, yeah, okay. So he said, but I didn't give him your number or contact information. Here's his number. I I wait on it for a couple of days, and I thought, well, what do I have to lose, right? So I called the gentleman, Gordon Scholes, from Carpet Corner, 
and he was the vice president of marketing at the time. And we met, and it was a valid company with you know a great presence in the Kansas City area. And that's the beginning of our my association with Carpet Corner. So it was the foresight of Gordon Scholes to see. He said, you weren't right for that part. He goes, but you're going to make a great spokesperson. And I said, okay. And uh, that's how that started. And back in the day, we, we did commercials like five at a time, taking us into two o'clock in the morning. And mm. I mean... It was a rigorous schedule back then. Did he audition you against other people? You know, if he did, I was not aware. Okay. I was not aware. He just, okay, this is it, brought me in to meet the rest of the crew at Carpet Corner, and that was down at 9th and Minnesota where they still have a presence, Mm -hmm. and uh, the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. Um, At what point, or was there a point when you knew that this was going to be long-term? You know, I never did. I, You know, in, when you're in this business, when you're in the talent business, you never take for granted that anything is going to last. True. You, you know, you're in for it for what it is, and you make the best of it, and you hopefully do the best and make, make an impact. But, um, no, I never did. But then year after year after year after year, and there were some times when we didn't film for a while, and... I'd have people on the street say, oh, are you not doing Carpet Corner anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like, oh, they do. Mm-hmm. They do see it. They, mm-hmm. they do recognize if you're not on. Um, I've been truly, truly fortunate to have the gig. So it, it's been good. It is. And you're right. You don't really know when, um, you don't really know when a job's going to stop. Yeah. It's not always, you know, it's never up to... Well, it's hard to say who it's up to, right? But um, I'm sure there was a point there where you're obviously you became entrenched in the brand enough to where, mm-hmm. I mean, you are synonymous with the brand, right? And uh, you have mega fans across the city. Um, I meet them all the time because they know <laughs> that we handle that I work with you. Oh yeah. So when they meet me, if that's on top of mind for them, uh-huh. um, God, I want to say I, I met someone recently. This happened. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, they're like, they want to know. I know. I was at the Royals game on Sunday, and I went up um, to get a adult beverage. And the guy said, oh, my gosh, you're Rochelle from Carpet Corner. And I said, yes. And he says, oh, I don't need to see your license. And I'm thinking, oh, thank goodness, because I forgot to bring it. <laughs> so that played well. That was a good, that was a good thing. But, uh, yeah. It's, but, you know, in saying that, it has been wonderful, but it's also been kind of limiting in some respects because, I, yeah. you know, throughout these 36 years, going to an audition yep. and walking in and the first thing the client or the yep. agent or somebody says, oh, it's Rochelle from Carpet Talking Corner. Talking about typecasting. Yeah, that's it. Yep, I'm that's out. That's it for you. That's it. I'm out. And what Good they, or bad, I mean. Good or bad. Good I or know. bad. So yeah, it's, it's a catch-22. They don't realize that I can do other things, that I can change my voice, I can mm-hmm. do dialects, I can do different things. But unfortunately, right. I'm, I'm stereotyped. Yeah. Um, and that's not such a bad thing. Exactly. I mean... Just being the, 
able to have the gig in the first place, the job in the first yes. place for that long, that's, you know, winning enough. But I do understand, you know, being on the other side of the camera, mm-hmm. you do want to show diversification. Mm-hmm. You want to show range. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you want to show your talents mm-hmm. and you want to use your talents. Um, but hey... You know, I'll never forget this. At least you're working is the point. Yeah, that's true. I was never forget this, and then I want to jump back. But I was making fun of the Teletubbies once. Remember the Teletubbies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> my niece, I'll tell you how and why I was watching the Teletubbies. <laughs> my nieces and nephews were in the room, and they were watching the Teletubbies, and they made a, a, some stupid comment about, you know, adult men, you know, actors dressed like that, blah, blah, blah. And my father looked at me and goes, hey, they're working. <laughs> Because they have a working gig every week. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) You're right. I put on the outfit, too. (laughs) Give me those ears and this. Hey, we all would. We all would to have a consistent gig, yes. We all would. Um, So let's talk about that recognition. Um, Then, when you Mm -hmm. first got it, you know, Mm -hmm. versus now, does it get, is it, always awesome? Does it kind of get a little like, oh. oh? no, it never gets old. It's I'm very appreciative. I'm amazed that people in my everyday life come up to me and recognize me, whether it's my face or my voice. I'm, I'm still amazed. You know, getting glasses a couple weeks ago, I mean, the optical department was like, oh my gosh. Oh. And I, it, it's a little uncomfortable at first because I, I don't feel that it's not that big a thing, but apparently I've made an impact in the city, and that's good. So if it's a positive thing, that's, that's great. Um, I, it never gets old. That's sometimes nice. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what to say sometimes. You know, I'll say, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for recognizing or noticing or, you know, if they make a comment. But it can't, you know, I don't know what more to go after that and some kind mm-hmm. of... I don't have a planned response. It just kind of happens. Because you're just you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't walk around with the knowledge that you're no. on television, you know, no. seven fact, times a day. I've had friends for many, many years that never put it together. That never put it together. Really? Yeah. Yeah, really. It's amazing. Because you think of someone on radio or television, you don't you feel that they're maybe from a different area. Sure. You know, they're not they're not here. They're not going to be sitting across from you at a dinner table. Yeah, it's happened a lot. But you had friends. Yes. Uh-huh. For years. Yeah. That did not know. That did not know and then one day <laughs> One day you get a call. It's like they're in the other side of their house or something, and they hear, and they go, oh, Rochelle's here. And they go, oh, my gosh, there she is on television. Yeah, yeah that's quite funny. Rochelle's here. Yeah, Rochelle's here. She let here. herself in. Yeah, Rochelle's here. <laughs> I have friends who say, I wake up with you every morning. I go to bed <laughs> with you every night. You know, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is there a point where you see yourself on TV and you become kind of mute to it. Are you kidding? If I hear my voice, I run to the other side of the house. Still? I cannot stand to hear my Still? voice. Okay. I cannot okay. stand to hear, <laughs> see myself. And I've done that since really? my career, you know, ages okay. ago. Okay. I just I'm, no, I, I know. cringe. It's, I know. It's awful. It's awful. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I mean, and if you listen to most actors or actresses talk about it, they'll say the same thing. Yeah. Very few of them that I at least listen to. Um, talk about it, mm-hmm. can watch their own stuff. Oh, no. 
Horrors. Mm-hmm. Horrors. Too critical. And I'll listen to podcasts with monster actors with major movies, and they'll say, like, I've never seen it. Like, That's movie, right. Like Richard Dreyfus, for example, yeah. like never saw Jaws for X amount of years or whatever. Right. You know, and that may be in an in, inaccurate example, but it was something I listened to recently. Yeah. So whatever, it was top of mind. No, I've heard that. But before. it's like, yeah, they just, you know, it's a job. They finished it. Why do they need to see it? They were there for the <laughs> filming. You know? They hope it edits out fine and they move on. Um, but no, okay, so you're, you're, you're super still hyper aware to it. Still, okay. yes, All right. yes, okay. Um, so you're not from Kansas City, no, you're from the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, Italian community in the East Coast, yes, uh huh, outside Philadelphia, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what part, Broomall, Pennsylvania, okay. Broomall. What What's the reaction in your family back home to what you're doing, what you've done here in Kansas City? I don't think they truly understand it all. I mean, they can't appreciate it because they're not in the throes of the Kansas City market. Mm -hmm. Um, But my sister, my niece is dark. My great niece, I should say. My great niece is is very excited about it. She'll ask me questions. And she wants to pursue theater and the arts. So it's kind of nice to give her some some insight. And uh, how do I do this? And how do I, you know, how should I say this or do I do this? Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of nice. But I didn't come from a family of the arts. I came from a family, very loving family, but they were hardworking, middle-class people that, you know, I remember taking um, my mom and dad to the first uh, Broadway show. I mean, they were in awe, and I wanted so much to share all the arts with my family, and they loved it, you know. Um, so they weren't, I didn't grow up in that. I don't know where I came, came from. (laughs) Where did I, I think I was maybe left on the doorstep. (laughs) What what did your mother and father do? Um, mom and dad, my father, when we were very, very young, um, they had a family Italian bakery, uh, bakery company. And then he went into business for himself in law and irrigation and my mom stayed at home, but then she worked, which was unusual back then, and, and did all the administrative work for my father's business. Um, and that's what it was. So we did. I grew up in a row home in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I had such great memory. I'm hoping one day that I don't wake up and realize that I had a horrible childhood, but I had such a wonderful childhood, an endearing, loving family and friends, and everyone was the same. You know, we all, we didn't have much, but no one knew we didn't have much. Right. Everyone was, you know, we all played together, and it wasn't important. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a great childhood. I was, I was. Did fortunate. you have a big family? No, I had one sister. My sister Joanne. She lives uh, still back east, um, down the, down the shore. Um, yeah. So not a very big family. Close to my cousins for a while, and then everybody moves away. You know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, do you go back home? You do go back home. I often. do. I love going back. I have an aunt. Uh, my godfather, my uncle, passed away in uh, last January, and I made a promise to him that I would kind of oversee my aunt and make sure she's okay. And my sister does the same. So I do tend to go back maybe three times a year. So it's really easy to downplay um, 
how seemingly easy you make the job appear to be of being on television, mm-hmm. of you know being on camera, in other mm-hmm. words, whether that's a TV, a phone, or a laptop, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, being camera ready also for a person like myself. I've had, a, uh, I've had the great fortune of working with a lot of really professional people in our market. Mm-hmm. And um, there's certain times people like yourself who make our job super, super easy. You know, you do the small things that um, make a big difference. You know, you, you show you. up camera ready. Mm-hmm. You always look impeccable. Thank you. Um, but it also helps that, you know, um, we've known each other for a long time and mm-hmm. we have a cadence of, you know, speech and, and dress and wardrobe and everything. Um, but you make it look so easy. Thank you for that. And when people ask me, because again, people do ask, you know, when they find out you work with this client or that client, how, how did that get made or mm-hmm. how did you do this or what's this person really like? And I always tell them. Rochelle is as cool as you would think she is in person. <laughs> as cool as you would want her to be, she's ten times cooler. Oh, so kind. And just of you as say. real, because well, of the way you. you come across on on screen is the really who you are. Well, thank you. That um, is the probably the best compliment you could give me because that's what you want to be. You want to be real, especially if you're representing a company. I mean, I'm not going to represent a company that I don't believe in or. You have to be real. I had a professor in college once, Bill Cope. Is it believable? You know, and that was, you know, everything we would do. Is it believable? And so I think in the back of my mind, you always have to make it believable and you always have to make it real. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a downside to this? You don't have to answer that, but. Well, I, I would think. Not really. If aside you want to look at the yeah. work constraints, aside uh, from the very, very real work restraints, unfortunately. But. And I do believe, I don't know this factually, we're going to have to find out, Tim, but I think you're the longest running spokesperson in, in Kansas City. Well, yes, according to Norman Craig. <laughs> he he said that man, no, that he, was three years ago. That was three that he years said ago. That. Mm-hmm. I think it was you know, and I don't pay too much attention to that. He's my he's my biggest supporter, but um, I think he said Bill Grigsby was up until I mean I think I'm three years longer. Would that be counting his? I don't know. I don't okay, know. wait a minute. Would I that... don't know. He he found out. I I don't know. But would that count Bill's uh, involvement with the Chiefs? I think so, yeah. So I wouldn't count that against... We're getting, I don't know. We're getting I don't too know. detailed Something now. we need to investigate. <laughs> well, we do, because that's... Yeah. I mean, what a huge... I think that's awesome huge, uh, for Kansas City, number one, and for Carpet Corner. How awesome for a family-owned business to have the same spokesperson. Give yourself some credit. Okay. All right. Thank you. Not many people can pull that off. Well... Number one. Number two, not many people can can keep a job that long. That's probably true. So and where did the 36 least, years go? I mean, where did it go? It's just a blink of an eye. I don't know. From the big 80s hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's one of those floating around yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there, there then, but there's something with big shoulders with a blue mm-hmm. sweater and this '80s hair. Uh, what do you call oh my uh, gosh, Kappa. Oh, yeah, what are those big cap, sleeves? Cap shoulders yeah. or something. Oh, my goodness. I look like a linebacker. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, you, you brought up Norm. Uh-huh. Your husband. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, you guys have such a cool dynamic. We do. And you guys are uh, just one word awesome. I'm really curious. I want to know, what's your touchstone? What keeps you grounded? Honesty. With yourself? With each other. With you and him? Mm-hmm. Between you Honesty. and your husband? Mm-hmm. Whether you want to hear it or not. We're very, very honest with one another, which is good. And we're supportive. As I said, he's my biggest supporter. I don't even know these things. You know, you're the longest serving spokesperson in the history of Kansas City. I go, I am? He goes, yes, you are. And he's not afraid to tell people. (laughs) No, it's really clear that Norm is your biggest fan and your biggest cheerleader. And it's it's very clear that your connection is, 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 um, that bond is there. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're very, we're, we're very lucky. We've been married 45 years. And, and he's from the East Coast he's as well. From, yeah, he's from the kind of the town, Springfield, Pennsylvania, which is close to where I grew up. Okay. Five minutes, and we, of course, met. I was 15. He just turned 16. And so it's been a longstanding relationship. Wow. I know. I know. How does it go by so fast? <laughs> I'm, sometimes I'm only 25. I don't understand. Um, do you have any rituals or are you uh, are you uh what's the, I'm trying to think of the word like I'm a very systematic person you know I, I like to do things a certain way <laughs> what are you <laughs> what are you looking at have you seen my yellow legal pad <laughs> I have yeah. yes I like order I like things in place. I like to know where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be there, what I need to do. I don't have it with me, but okay. I, I do. I, it works for me. I, I don't like going by the seat of my pants ever. No, no. which is, is not always good. I really am trying, you know, to do things now by the seat of my pants a little bit. You know, now that I'm retired from... Mm-hmm. You know, doing a part-time job and things like that. But, but on Sunday morning, I look at my my iPad and I see my calendar for the week, and I I look at the whole week and I line it all up and I know exactly what I'm doing that whole week. Things t- get tweaked, you know, mm-hmm. things get canceled or I add something, but I get a full view of what's happening, and that works for me. It doesn't work for everybody, but it works for me. Do you have any rituals or, or things that you do before we uh, we film a spot together? Um, I try to calm down. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I try like I I want my voice. You know, I'll, oh, start a sp- in my Lauren Bacall voice. <laughs> I try to you know bring my voice down a little because I think with the excitement and the lights and things like that, I tend to get excited and I don't want my voice. I don't want to lose control of my voice, especially on a on a shoot. So I'll, I'll practice some voice vocal things. Um, do you do before. voice exercises to warm it up? I do. Do you? I do. 
Not that often, but... <laughs> Singing Prince. I know you're a big Prince fan. I love Prince. I know. Rick James. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went to an audition once, and they... Out of the blue, they said, well, why don't you just just try singing something? <laughs> I sang Super Freak. <laughs> 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 that used to be my ritual when I would do a, um, a live theater performance. In the dressing room before, I would play Rick James. Really? <laughs> oh, man, I got everybody wild. <laughs> <laughs> Super Freak, baby. <laughs> it gave me the energy I needed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, what type of plays did you uh, do? Oh, gosh, I did so many. It's, it's wonderful. I, um, I played Blanche Dubois in A Streetcar Deemed Desire. Um, I played in uh, Suddenly Last Summer. I've done, um, I've been in choruses, not that I can sing well. I wish I could sing, but I can't sing. But I was in choruses like at the McCarter Theater at Princeton and did... Um, Oh, My Fair Lady, that kind of stuff. I've done, oh gosh, I've done a lot of things. After the Fall, played Marilyn Monroe. That was always a fun thing. Ooh, when was yeah. that? Oh gosh, that was in the 70s, late 70s. Wish I had the opportunity. I, I and often think, should I go back and do theater again? Can I remember my lines? You know, that would would you? I don't know. I think if the right part came, I might. I might do that. I'd love to do that. Would you ever move back home? Don't tell my family. No, I wouldn't. I love visiting. I love visiting, but I love the life we have here. We have a wonderful life in this mm. area. I, w- I wouldn't change it. It's good for the soul. Oh. It's good for the soul here. That's nice. It is. That should be our new tagline. Good for the Instead soul. of the show me state, good for the soul. Good for the Missouri. There you good go. Good for the soul. There you go. I like But that. I actually live in Kansas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kansas, good for the soul. Kansas, good for Kansas, the soul. Kansas, good for the soul. Good for the soul. Good for, good for the, the soul. soul. Yeah, it works. Hey, yeah, get well, on that, Michael. It works anyway, really. <laughs> get on that. Good catch, Tim. Get Thank on you. Um, Speaking of advertising, what are your media habits? Ooh. Hmm. Well, I, um, I, you know, I tend to look at things, you know, the first thing in the morning, my phone, doesn't everybody? Mm. Look at the phone and look and see what's happening on all the mail sources and things like that. Okay, so I still, hold on. Let's. Yeah. What do you look at on the phone? Um, I do. Are you a Facebook? Are you Pinterest? Are you Instagram? Are oh, you just... I do an in, uh, Instagram. Okay. I catch up on that. I like Yahoo Mail. Okay. Um, I still hold a subscription to the Kansas City Star. Not. Physical? I just do the digital. Okay. And I kind of catch up, even though it's maybe three pages of if value <laughs> but it just keep i feel like it keeps me in touch of the city and see what's you know what's going on um i i try to watch a local news in the morning just to see what's happening and then of course i watch other you know the cable news and things like that um i like facebook instagram if i if i'm doing a project or something i'll get back into pinterest and see what's you know what kind of ideas I can come, mm-hmm. can come up with. I'm very open to things. I, I, I want to remain relevant. I want 
I want to be a part of things that are still going on. So I try really hard if I hear someone talk about something, let me let me find out about it. Let me let me look into it. So Well, you and Norm are also very active. Oh. I mean, you guys are, you know, I ran I ran into you in Midtown. Yeah. Um and you don't even, you know, um, yeah. It's not even your trade area, One so to speak. One of our faves. But yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you guys are out and about. You go yeah. to shows, you go to concerts, love you love to we dance. Go, we love to go dance. You love dancing. to dance, don't you? Love to do. Tonight's dance night. Tuesdays. 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 At, uh, should we say where? I don't know. Can we? You can say whatever you want. Can I say whatever I want? <laughs> Tuesdays I don't at- know if you want people knowing where you dance. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. Well, because I, I don't dance very well. I'm just happy to be moving around. I mean, it's not structured dancing. We just kind of... No, I know. Yeah. And it's become social on a Tuesday night at Touche's. Okay. I'll give I'll give Danny a plug there. Um it's wonderful. Give all we, the guys a plug. Yeah, they're wonderful there. It's it's family on Tuesday night. We feel that it's family. We go there. We have dinner. We 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 have the same groups week after week. We dance. It's fun. We have a nice. Support oh, it's not group just there. you and Norm. No, you there's a th- bunch of people that go, and kind of the same people on a Tuesday evening. It's more. I know it sometimes has a reputation, you know, on a weekend of being really a party place, and that's great, you know, if you if you're after that, and want that. But on Tuesday evening, it's a little bit more sedate, and it's more couples and uh, regulars on Tuesday evenings. Okay. But it's fun. But we go to the ballet. We love we, members of the Kaufman, the Pops. We do that. Um, we love to support the arts uh, in well, town. To that, to that comment, um, you're a docent. Yes. I love it. At the Nelson Atkins. No, at the Kemper. Or excuse me, the Kemper. Kemper Museum of Contemporary Art. Yes. Docent, and I love it, love it, love it. It's been a wonderful experience. It's kind of opened my eyes to different art. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, not that I wasn't a fan of contemporary art. I don't think I had an appreciation. So going through the training and all, I um, graduated 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, COVID happened and all that right. kind of stuff like that. So we lost a couple of years. But we're really in the throes of it again. We've got some great exhibits there. Um, and good great. food. Yes, yes. They're only doing uh, dinners now, right? Uh, Cafe they're, Sebastian. They're uh, they're open for lunch too. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. They're okay. open for lunch. Yeah, for some reason. But only the hours of the museum, so you know, right? You have to check on that. But yes, it's a great vibe there. It is. I love it. And they have parking. And they have parking. And a cool yes. gift shop. Oh, very cool gift shop. Mm-hmm. Very cool gift shop. So I, I'm glad to be a pro in that program. And again, that's opened me up to other things and meeting other people. And what Explain an array what a docent is. A docent. Um, a docent is basically a tour guide. Um, you study the art um, in the museum, and then you are you have the ability to share that with people, whether they schedule a scheduled tour or there is a walk-in and they want to experience something. Uh, but and you the, had to go through a process oh, yes. to get certified oh, as yeah. a docent, correct? Oh, yes, you do. It's a study program. But what's interesting is the array of people who are involved. I mean, everyone, you know, there's lonely me, uh, and then there are physicians um, who are docents and mm. people that have creative businesses and non-creative businesses and, and musicians and students. And the array is wonderful because when we all meet together, we had a docent meeting yesterday, it's wonderful to share ideas. 
And it, it's, it's an awesome experience. I'm thrilled. I've always wanted to do that. And I'm, I'm glad that I, I pushed through to do it. That's awesome. It's, it's exciting because there are always new exhibits, which is wonderful for the guests to come in and see all the mm-hmm. exhibits. But it's kind of tedious for the docents <laughs> because I went yesterday and we've got three new exhibits. I'm like, holy cow, I better, I need to buckle down and get, you know, study it. So we have a walkthrough tomorrow. So that'll be fun. So do you get like a private thing, you and the other docents? And- we usually do, yes. And so a lot of times I miss the, I was out of town, but we missed, you know, one of the, the artists come a lot of the times. That's awesome. you get and to they meet, get, meet yes, them? and meet the artists, which is exciting. That would be cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very, very cool. The Kemperer has a lot of events going on that even I seem to miss. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have, you know, you really have to be plugged in maybe to Eventbrite. Or the, okay. or the website, but there's so many things going on. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's exciting for the city. Of course, the Nelson, I'm a fan of the Nelson, mm-hmm. a fan of the Nerman. I mean, we have a lot of great museums in town here. So that you're docent certified, and that's probably the wrong way of saying it, at the Kemper, mm-hmm. can you take that to the Nelson? Uh, no, that would be another program. That's a more extensive program to be on the Nelson as a Nelson docent. I, so that goes, it's, it's, it's separate. Museum by museum. Museum or by museum. Okay. Although at the Kemper, we have several of our Kemper docents who are not only at the Kemper, but are docents at the Nerman as well as the Nelson. Which is extraordinary. I don't. I don't know how they breathe. I don't know how they I keep up with it. I hate to even ask. Where's the Nerman? The Nerman is at Johnson County Community College. Okay. They have a wonderful contemporary museum there. Worth I seeing. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, in connected to the. It's co- connected it's in, the college. in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. I do want to talk about being Italian in Kansas City because you you left. An Italian, I know, you know, neighborhood <laughs> culture. Yes. Did you know that you were going to come to a city that had a small, you know? No, maybe I not like you did where in Pennsylvania, or excuse me, in Philadelphia. Phil- no, I had no idea when Norm got transferred here with Marion Labs, which was a wonderful opportunity. Oh, that's how you got here. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Norm, I guess I forgot that yeah, part. Norm worked for Marion, took the job from this unknown company, like, who is Marion Labs, when he got offers from, you know, big companies in the East Coast area, and he goes, no, I like this. This guy, (laughs) Ewing Kaufman, he owns the Kansas City (laughs) Royals. So anyway, he started as a sales rep in in the suburbs, and then we moved to uh, north central Jersey, and then we got the opportunity to come to Kansas and of course, I told my family, "Oh, we'll be there two years." You know, that big moving truck comes. Everybody's waving goodbye, crying. You know, my everything in my life and my car goes on the moving van and comes here, and and we fly, we fly over Kansas and Missouri. Immediately, and I immediately looked, regretted your and decision. And I looked down and I said, there is no way. I cannot live on a farm. I'm sorry. He goes, no, 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 really. It's a beautiful area. It's just, it's really lovely. I go, I'm telling you, I don't do things with the pigs. So wait, did he shit. scout the area then? He had been here. Okay. And knew how lovely it was. Okay. And in Missouri, Kansas, how, you know, we could make a great life here. And it's just funny that when you land in you, Kansas City, oh, yeah. you land in farm territory, you basically. Do. And your first 20 minutes of drive are just grass. 
Oh, and you have to remember back in so people come 81, from New York. One, the, there was no down. Well, there, was, there was, I mean, yeah. eighty one, and I was, I was, I was so taken aback. I was like. I'm not a farm girl. I can't do this. He goes, you don't have to live on a farm. I promise you, you'll be fine. <laughs> and then we came to town and learned about the city. And it's Did you go straight place. to Overland Park? No. we it's Kansas. Went, I'll just say Kansas. We, yeah. We moved to Lenexa first. So, But you we, went to Kansas. Yes. We went to okay. Kansas. I don't know. We were directed. You know, I don't know why. Maybe it was some friends that he had had uh-huh. from work, you know, at Marion. And they said, okay, we live here and we wanted to have some support. So we lived in Lenexa. And then we built the house uh, in Overland Park, oh, gosh, 34, 35 years ago. And just oh, recently. You guys built that. Yeah, we built that. I know. It was exciting. We didn't know what we were doing. We were kids, but we did a good job. I've Raised been... our family there, great part of the community. It was, and still remain close, even though we moved um, three miles away. Okay, so you come and you, once you get past the shock of, okay, we actually have department stores here yeah. and gas stations. <laughs> and I don't have and to live on a farm. Yes, there are cows. Yes. You're going to see some cows. Yeah. There's a lot of trees, mm-hmm. um, a lot of space, if you will. Mm-hmm. And never regret it. But what? Never regretted the move at all. I really? think it was a wonderful place to live, um, to have a more calm lifestyle, to raise children. Um, you know, and, and it's like, it's not for everyone, but it worked for us and I don't have any regrets. And I think when family and friends would come to visit and they would stay and they would see the lifestyle that we made, they said, we get it. We get why you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it worked for us. It worked very well. Yeah. What are you currently watching? <gasps> mm-hmm. What are you currently obsessed with? Those are two different questions. Oh, obsessed. Oh. It doesn't have to be media. No, I I love forensic files. <laughs> really? I am obsessed. Don't laugh, but that puts me to sleep at night. I go to sleep with forensic files. I know. I love I love crime. I know it's, you know, it's cliche, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. The narrator on Forensic <laughs> Files, Peter Thomas, has this most wonderful, soothing voice. And I love it. Just, did you just watch the Sarah Silverman stand-up? No. She falls Should asleep I? to Law and Order. Oh, I do too. For if, almost the same reasons. You know. I think that's her. It's either her or Eliza Schlesinger. Because I watched them both recently. You know, it's the truth. And if I can't, for whatever reason... Pick up forensic files, it's law and order. Yeah. If for whatever reason, yeah. that's a frantic moment. That is it, When you need to go me. to sleep and you and can't find your first, <laughs> forensic files, your forensic files. I love crime. I, show, I don't know why. I figure it out. Is Norm he, okay with the TV? Oh, yeah. Is yeah, he he's into good. it too? Or yeah, is he just he's good. It? And then, yeah, he'll turn it off. You know, it's like, okay, enough, enough. Is he allowed to turn it off? No, sometimes I don't let him. I'm going to say, what if it's a good... It's in the middle. Yeah. I've I mean, seen... They're so repetitive. Just because you're tired, Norm, doesn't I, mean... <laughs> the, the beginning of it will come on. I go, oh, I know this one. I know how this ends. Okay, I can I can go to sleep now. That yeah. makes it better. But I love shows like that. You know, we were into like Bosch and Goliath, and I love detective things. And Endeavor... Have you watched Endeavor? Oh, one of our most favorite, favorite 
favorite. In fact, they're they're going to be streaming the last episode. It's wonderful, Detective Morse. I think the NCIS, the oh. the Forensic Files. I think that all those lean skew slightly, not slightly skew female. Do you think? I do. Really? I do. That's, Is there something? I, sometimes I think, gosh. Podcast podcasts are a good example. Yes, of I only listen to crime. crime. <laughs> I only listen to crime. <laughs> and we used to have someone here, and she would have nightmares um, because she would listen to crime podcasts before bed. Oh, and of the we have uh, Tim and I are the only men that work here. <laughs> of the Lucky other you. of the other females that 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 work here that do listen to podcasts, the, uh-huh. the ones they listen to are crime or true crime, true crime, murder mystery, murder mysteries. You know, yes. um, and you look at all those shows on Netflix, Hulu, you know, and just regular TV. Your networks are flooded with them. Oh, I know. NCIS. And, I love them. You know what shocks me? And I'm being serious. Um, the amount of times that I'll flip on a network station and I'll see something just grotesque. Like it's a cadaver usually. Right. You know, and there's LL Cool J with this flashlight right. and they're trying to figure out how the killer did this. And But it's like open wound. No, and, I don't like that. Uh, but no, I don't th- like that. That became very normal, it looked like. And Unfortunately, know, it's... Look, it's become very normal, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah graphic. Very, too Real graphic. graphic. Yeah. I don't know if it's more of the mystery of trying to figure out. I'm one that if we start watching a show, I'll say, oh, you know what's going to happen? She's going to end up with him, and he's going to kill this person. <laughs> and I'm going to say, ask Norm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 80% of the time, I'm right You're good? on I'm good. All right. I'm good. <laughs> I can fit. And, you know, even we're watching... Um, Oh gosh, what's we're kind of into that manifest. We've watched started that. You know, it's intriguing the first couple of seasons. Again, it gets a little out there, but here's what happens. You've invested this is our mindset. We've invested so much time into mm-hmm. it. It's like, well, gosh, I don't want to give it up now. And then you watch and you're like, okay, this is a little too unbelievable. Right. And then there's a cliffhanger and you're there, okay, I gotta watch another one. And that's kind of how it pulls you in. We're kind of watching. We're watching that right now, and that. And I can kind of figure out. I said. I said at the very beginning. Okay, this is what's going to happen. He's going to end up with her. She's not going to be with da 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 da. da. And it's coming true. <laughs> that second se- is it. Second season that just came out, or the third of well, I Manifest? I think it's the fourth. Fourth of Manifest? I think it's the fourth. Yeah, we're on the fourth season. We're on the fourth season, and there's 20 episodes per season. Okay. It's killing me. It's like, <laughs> come on, finish it. I want to get, I want to move on to this, you know. <laughs> we watched Ted Lasso. Oh, and I loved Mrs. Maisel, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I loved that. It kind of had a, it, you know, kind of had a dull spot there, but I love the fast pace, witty, very East Coast. That's I think maybe that's why it, it kind of keeps. Is me that going. the show with the? Um, Pros. What, what am I saying? The costume. The costumes. Yes. It looked like it, it looked like Mrs. Tim Mason. Burton produced it. Uh, yeah. No. No. It's it's in the sixties, um, in the sixties and the seventies. And I'm um, thinking of something different. Brosnan. It's uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's a housewife in New York that that has this 
propensity to be a comedian. She's very she is very funny, and it shows her. Oh, I'm thinking of something completely yeah. different. No, it's funny. It's witty. It's funny. It's I don't know. I like it because it's fast paced. What's one of your favorite movies? Oh, favorite movies. Oh gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me think of something with death and destruction. Let me think. <laughs> Crime-based. Crime-based. We're just going to go back oh, to crime. Wait a minute. Let's go back to The Godfather. I mean, is that the perfect series of movies? The Godfather has always been my favorite. Has it? Mm-hmm. As a series. I don't know about it as a series. Well, no. The, the three the, the three of them. I, number one, obviously. Right. The best. The best. Well, just it's a classic. Everyone's in it. Everyone. How about I that know. cast? I know. I heard in an interview with... James Caan, uh-huh. um, years and years ago, and gosh, I'm going to butcher this, so I should probably just stop. Um, anyway, I am going to stop because I'm going to butcher it, but he was talking about how he figured out his character of Michael. and Oh, really? Anyway, it was interesting. I'm interested to see there's something, the offer that is around now. I, About I, how they made how it. How they made it. I'm, uh-huh. I'm interested to see that. That's in my must-watch list. I have an original script of the... I have a shooting script no. of The Godfather with a leather cover. <gasps> my father shot B-roll, directed B-roll, uh, directed a B-roll unit for The Godfather. Oh, my God. When they came to Kansas City, they wanted to find someone in the industry who was also of... You know of of, of the of the ethnicity, uh-huh. and they heard of him, and they asked him, and uh, you know he didn't shoot any any actors, but he shot B roll. How exciting! Not physically, he direct, excuse me, he produced, produced B roll. How exciting! Yeah, so I have a working script. Yeah, classic. Somewhere. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's your legacy. It's your inheritance. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it is, great. But hey, be great. What about this thing I'm currently doing <laughs> in this building we're in? <laughs> That's a given. That's a given. That's not a given. No. There are no givens. No. You know what, Michael? I wish there were. Michael, Michael, you are so right. There are no givens. No. Mm-mm. You wake up every day and you fight for it. That's right. Don't give up the fight. That's my attitude, at least. Yeah. And the people yeah. don't know. Well, and it shows. I mean, you've built a successful business. It shows. You work hard. Sustain. How about that? Okay. Let's Sustain. not give me full credit. No, but it's a joint effort. But but you're it is. you're doing you're doing a. But fine I did job. not. I I always clear. I did not start the agency. Oh, I know. Yes, I always I want to be clear because that would. Yeah, that's a feat. That's a whole different. That's a whole different accomplishment in my mind to start something from scratch, mm. and have that be your baby. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, in my is my heart in it, of course. Mm-hmm. But. And my, I'm like, honestly, you said it, you know, half hour ago. No, I did not start for Sony and Partners. Is my heart here? Of course it is. But mm-hmm. it started before I was even born, and I'm right. very fortunate mm-hmm. to be here. Someone mm-hmm. said it once. You have to be good to be lucky, and you have to be lucky to be good. I like that. There's a little bit of truth in both of those statements. Um, I like that. So anyway, yeah, thank you. But, I mean, I, I never take mm-hmm. credit for it. Well, you have a wonderful presence in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you. And you've earned it. You've worked very hard. We have cool stickers. <gasps> and you most have importantly, the most <laughs> awesome, creative <laughs> stickers. I love these. So the Folgers one is on the Facebook. Uh, is on it. Facebook right now as our cover photo. Mm-hmm. So people can look find that one. But um, wake up your advertising. There's a few more that people can't see. They can't see them. Rochelle Classic has. roar. I love it. <laughs> very creative. <laughs> 
It, you never cease to amaze me. Well, that's all we really have in advertising. You know, you have to be creative with your creative and you have mm-hmm. to be creative with your media. Um, it's very easy to take a client's money right. and place it. And you have it. to know your market, too. Know your audience. Oh, your audience. Yeah, same thing. Well, yeah. You said the same thing, but um, yeah, know who you're talking to, mm-hmm. you know, which is very important to consistency and why you and I work the way we work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, let's keep those dogs Even though that supposedly I abused them, remember we would get calls on. Oh, that is you got one email. Oh, one email. Well, that just broke my heart that someone would think that I would abuse an animal. (laughs) And it was your own dog. Oh yes, yes. That one was Marley, wasn't it? (laughs) Right. It was your own. It was Marley, (gasps) my precious Marley. Who? Let's just um, not even kenneled. No. Oh my God. He had the like. He had that I, whole I house to himself. Chicken and <laughs> chicken and sweet potato and fresh vegetables every night for that dog. <laughs> I will say though, Marley did not like doing something more than three or four takes. No, no. But you know, if like, it came to take uh, five or six, he would get yeah, a little angry she, with me. Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm done. But Michael, don't you recall how that all started? We ne- it only was happenstance. I do. It was Onyx was the little. Bl- That's right. Onyx was the little black. Uh, miniature poodle, who hence, you know, after I named her Onyx, she turned silver gray. But she would, she did, we kept putting her away and whatever, and she found her way back behind mm-hmm. me on a chair and or I something. Said, and you said, well, let's go with it. And then we um, adopted Marley, and she became, you know, and Marley she. Marley was a female? Marley was a female. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. No, they're both, they were both females. They were both the okay. best dogs in the world, best dogs. And they just became part of the shoot. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't do anything bad or indifferent. They just were there, and it worked. And then we start getting positive feedback. And it was positive. like. Positive. 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 Like, where's the dog? Pause. <laughs> See? You, you, so you stupid. are, you are the so worst. creative. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, you chase the feedback. You know, you chase results in advertising. Exactly. That's what you do. And how about when, and then, of course, we lost ours. You know, they all pass. And, and we we brought in Lola, who's precious. That was Scott's dog and uh, from Carpet Corner. And she fit in. But there was a time we didn't use a dog. And people were like, well, where's the dog? Yep. Where's the dog? Isn't that amazing? Amazing. And worried about the dog? Yeah. Is -hmm. the dog ill? Is the dog sick? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and then you have to be careful because in the last time we shot, I think you were out of town. Yeah, I haven't seen you in, I don't think I've seen you this year. No. This is May, excuse me, this is June of 2023, and I don't think I've seen you this year. But we were shooting and people um, would say... Oh, I'm. If I'd be walking around somewhere, they'd say, "Oh, I'm so glad to see that you're up and around." And I go, "Why wouldn't I be?" Well, you know, your your commercials have you sitting, so I thought maybe you'd broken something or couldn't walk. And I'm because when you came that day, I said, "Hey, listen, can we? Maybe we should have me standing so people think." Is that I can why you were still- standing in the last yes. spot? Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah, the last two you were sitting. Yeah. Was a couple. Which was fine. <laughs> to give you a break. Yeah. Make it look relaxed in your home. Yeah, relax. I'm at home. That's all we're hey, going hey, for. Hey, what better shoots? Come to my house. We'll I mean, just I hang know. out and well, shoot. This is great. I didn't want to say that, but. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, either that or the store, depending on what yeah, the Yeah, I just didn't want to say that we shot at your house. But yeah, yeah, we do shoot at your house. So that does make it really easy on me because not only is the location easy and free, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. wardrobe is on location. Right. Makeup is on location. Right. If I don't like your top. Yeah. Or if it just doesn't work, like, yeah. or if we need to change rooms, exactly, we have that flexibility. We do. I love it. I love it. My um, hair doesn't frizz trying to get to a location. And then, uh, yeah, people were they. It's amazing. The audience, the consumer, in other words, has to adjust. You know, they're so used to seeing you and the dog and et cetera. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. Um, I worked with Harriet Gordon for years. Right. Who you know, yes. Harriet, know or know you of. Worked at Jones and I want to get her on, on, on this podcast uh-huh. at some point. Um, but it, it, it was a similar thing, you know, um, always camera ready. Uh, you know, the whole city knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, professional. Uh, you take your job seriously. You're professional. I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, no, you, you did it. What were we talking but, about? But you before know what? That? I was also thinking the funny things is you know people are watching. When, well, I know what I was going to say yeah. when she no longer became the spokesperson, mm-hmm. people thought something had happened. Yeah. That business was getting phone calls. Is everything okay? Is something going on? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we're just <laughs> we're just going in a different direction. Everything's fine. Sorry, yeah. that was no, I lost my I train agree- of thought. Yeah, I but, interrupted you. I apologize. No, you did not that. at all. Um, but <clears throat> Yeah, it's amazing, you know, whether they think you're squeezing your own dog too hard. Right. Or, wait, this was a good one. Her sleeves are too long. Remember, I got a couple of those calls. Her sleeves are too long. I don't remember that. I don't like that hairstyle. I like the one she had a couple of before. No, what about the... Uh, Who's I got your a, hairdresser? The, yeah, that, that one, the Facebook message. So, yeah, I was admin for a while on... <laughs> And they want to know who did your hair. Who did my hair? And she got an answer. Yeah, I always you hooked respond. her up. You hooked her up that day. Yeah, if if they ask a question and you know they, hey, listen, I've had to send pictures to autograph pictures to Missy B's. Somebody there was. Are you already, serious? Yeah, serious. Missy B's because they like to do Rochelle from Carpet Corner. Are you serious? I'm serious. Ask Scott. Yeah. Oh yeah, I send autograph pictures. Although I do need a. Updated headshot. I need to do that. Oh yeah, it's been great, and it's the it's the funniest things that people ask. You know, oh, I don't like the way she's holding the dog, or you know, your sleeves are too long, or yeah, I don't like you know, don't wear that jewelry, or you know, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Well, you're a member of their family. I'm honored. I truly. And that's, that's an honor. That's yes. a small club. That's yes. a very very small club to yes. be in. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I mean, you can name the names in, you know, mm-hmm. four fingers. Yeah. Three fingers. Very, 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 very fortunate. Um, but yeah, it's, well, you, you, I saw you were, had your mic ready. And that we were. Talk to us. No, I didn't have anything to add oh, yet. Okay. But I did have an antidote that I wanted to tell before we were done. Uh-huh. I mean, um, and this just kind of goes back to um, talking about the impact you've had on people over the years, um, being the spokesperson. And I know I've told you the story and I'm sure I've told you this before. Uh, we were doing a commercial about a year ago, maybe two. It might've been right after I had come back to Fasoni. And, um, there was a young man working at the store. Oh yes. Uh-huh. And he, he, you know, we're always shooting kind of before, I think before they before opened they some. Open. Mm-hmm. And so he had, he'd come in for his, his shift or whatever. And we were starting to wrap up. Mm-hmm. 
And he was kind of had the attitude, like, cool, commercial, right yeah. on. He didn't care. He was kind of doing his thing. And then, in like, I, I, I saw him. I, I'm like, I, I saw him, like, recognize you. Uh-huh. And he's just kind of behind his desk. And then he just kind of has this, <laughs> you know, I, mean, he, he, I know you can't see me, but he kind of, he had a, you know, he, like, had a reaction where he kind of double-taked and, and he looked at Rochelle. And he came over to you, and he talked about how he had, he'd been watching your commercials for years. Mm-hmm. And he was, I mean, he was a... A young man, twenties, early twenties, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say mid twenties, yeah. mid 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 twenties. I mean, you yeah. know, he's younger than me. He's, yeah, that's, that's I know. Everybody's younger than he me. He was a young man, so yes. um, he got his picture taken with you, yes. and he was just so excited to, to to meet you. Yes. I mean, you know what he I mean. He was a dear, and he's a yes. So I mean, I, person, that was yeah. something that I mean because I. I mean, I'm an older dude, so I've been watching your. I mean, I remember you know your commercials from. <laughs> when I when I was wow. a young Tim, so mm-hmm. and, and I kind of felt that way too. The first time I got to tag along on a spot when I started here years ago, I was just like, "Well, this is kind of cool. I get to make a commercial with you know yeah. this person I've been watching for Forever. years and years." So, um, it really, it's just a testament to uh, to what you mean to oh, to viewers and to into Kansas City. So, yeah. I thought it was really neat. That makes me feel good because. You know, even young young people will see me and say, "Oh, Rochelle, I've been watching you since I've been three years old," and you know, and it, it, you know, it, it makes me feel a part of things. Mm-hmm. You know what? It makes me, it. You know what? I'm going to be honest. It feels good. Good. It really feels good that you can make an impact. And you know, it's a family owned business. Mm-hmm. There are not many of those around anymore. No. And especially with five locations. Five locations, which is great. That's nothing to yeah. sneeze at. No, not in today's world. Mm-hmm. Not with all the big box stores mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, I'm very, I'm very proud. I've been very fortunate, and um, I'm going to pile one on because Tim uh-oh. gave one. What? I had a new business. I had a new business meeting recently. Uh-huh. I don't want to say the name of the business because it might be obvious, but um, the gentleman was around my age. Mm-hmm. And the first 15 minutes, all he really wanted to talk about was you. <laughs> and what is she like? And I see that you do this. And this really? Is so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I came back. I'm well, like, well, hopefully that well, enhances I, new business for well, you. I, came back <laughs> I think it was Carol or someone. How'd the meeting go? I said, well, all I really wanted to talk about was Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew, you know, he knew some minor things about you. Like uh-huh. he was in, oh, yeah, wow. like nothing creepy, yeah. you know, but I mean, like he knew some small things about you. I'm right. like, wow. Like, it's like, yeah, man, he just, you just an icon. I'm like, well, you know. Wow. But. An icon. Great. That is funny. <laughs> it, you know, it is interesting. Some of, you know, some of the stories. Oh, one of the funniest things back when we first started, um, and we moved, and I moved into town, and I just started with Carpet Corner. It wasn't, I wasn't very long. And we were at a dinner party, and we were, you know, in the buffet line or table or something, and some guy came to me and goes, I know you, I know you, pointing his finger at me. I know you, yeah, yeah, I know you. And I said, oh, he goes, Janie from Milgram's. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, in the beginning, <clears throat> in the 80s, early 90s, I guess, Janie from Milgram's mm-hmm. was a mainstay of Kansas City Television. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, yes, I know she's so wonderful, but that's not me. <laughs> but he goes, no, no. I, and he was so excited with himself. <laughs> I know you, Janie from Milgram's. He was certain of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a funny, that was funny. Things like that happen a lot. Or I know you. Do I know you from somewhere? 
do I, do I know you? I, I know I know you from... Mm. And you don't want to say, oh, yes, surely you've seen me on TV. You know? <laughs> and so, well, you know me, I, you know, I do... Do tell you know because they're racking their brains right. and they're they're recognizing the voice but they can't put it together uh-huh. and then I tell them and then that's kind of funny. I like the story about your friends who knew you for a few yeah. years. Seriously, on my children's head. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is that is true stories. Yes. So outside of Carpet Corner, outside mm-hmm. of being Rochelle Craig from Carpet Corner, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing this afternoon? <gasps> oh my goodness, I have lots. I'm do. Um. Between, I'm, I'm... I know you travel a lot. Well, yes, we've been fortunate enough to travel. We're leaving again on a really nice trip. I'm so happy and excited about it. It's been a long trip. We haven't traveled in so long with COVID. And um, most of our trips are, are visiting our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And they live in Nevada. So that's been fun. Not a bad place to visit. And, but um, love to travel, uh, go dancing. Uh, I love to do water aerobics. I'm doing water aerobics, which is fun. Um, love to walk. I'm very. In, I I do some volunteer work for my church, so I have that on the agenda this week. Is religion important to you? It is important to me. Yes. What religion? Yes. Um, I am a Catholic. A, a Methodic. I'm sorry. I am a Methodic. What's that? Methodist I was, Catholic? Yes. I was, uh, my husband and I laugh about it. We were uh, raised Catholic and uh, appreciated that religion and then um, became a member of Resurrection Church out in Leewood. And um, so we're Methodists, but we still have that. Um, <laughs> it's still a part of our of our being, being a Methodic. But I, I, I joke, it's not. I'm really a Methodist. <laughs> you know what? I'm a Christian. Period. The end. Okay. So, I can, I can do be anything really. I mean, but that's important. To it's, you, it is faith. important to me. It is important to me. I'm not a fanatic by any means, but I do. Um, I, I'm a Christian, and I do believe in God, and I I try to do all the right and good things. Um, to be a good Christian. Faith comes up, I'd say, sixty to eighty percent of the time on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, someone that question one am, of the tenements of yeah, faith. And I am blessed to have a good faith, a strong faith. And, um, you know, and it's, it's bothersome <clears throat> sometimes, you know, with, you know, you have children that question things and everything, but they have to find their own way. Everyone has to find their own way. And that's what I believe in. As long as you find something, a religion that brings you peace and, and touches you, it works. I mean, you'd be anything you want to be. Does that mean you've had discussions, open discussions with your children about their religious choices? Of course it sounds I, like. Yes, of course I have. I think most parents do. But then again, I look back when I was their age, you know, I had to find my way too. So you, you give them space, you give everybody space. Mm-hmm. I love being surrounded by people who aren't like me who have different ideas, who have different passions, beliefs. Um, I'm rejuvenated by that. I, I've, I have lots of friends groups that you would say, I, that's kind of an odd, you know, group that you're, in, you know, that you dine with or whatever. And I, go, I love them. They're my friends. I'm very open. I'm interested in what they have to offer. 
You do, don't you? And you have different, like, you guys do different event oh nights. Oh, my gosh. We we are... You, like, have your soup parties and game nights. We have game dinner club and, and, yeah. and game night and golf club. And uh, now I'm in a, a club in the neighborhood for gals that are born my year. And we go out. I mean, it's like really? I can't keep... Yeah. Do you want to know what I call it? Yeah, I do. Club 54. <laughs> really? <laughs> well... Because you're all we're all 19. born in '54, so in you know I'm taking it off of Studio Fifty. No, I, yeah, yeah, I love but it. But we meet for that, and I have a jazz group, and I and I have a this group. You guys need and a I waiter. Not, pardon me. You guys need a waiter. A waiter? You want to do that? Yeah. Well, you're dressed. You got the black and white going. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you got the white shirt. You're crisp. You look good. You look polished, professional. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I almost didn't wear this shirt today. Um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so I I do. I so like religion. I like surrounding myself with people with different ideas, and I I try to be open. Um, I have my my own ideas and beliefs, but I'm I'm willing to learn and be open minded. So I'm curious if you want to share mm-hmm. what brought you to Catholicism. Well, growing up... Or what took you out of being a Methodist? Or what t- no, took me Excuse out of Catholicism, me. So, other, so, vice yeah. versa. That's okay. Um, Remember I talked about my blood sugar crash? Yes, <laughs> is your blood sugar... Eat something. Have some peanut butter. I should have brought... Yeah, there you go. No, See, a man after my own heart. No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, you know, I grew up with it. I was forced into it. I, I went to... Catholic school for 12 years, um, sometimes not so good memories with, you know, I was a good kid and I was, you know, mm-hmm. what I would say somewhat, you know, abused, not abused, abused, but it, it wasn't a good scene they for me. They could be physical then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And anyway, uh, I was looking for something else. And then I had a... Um, a a cousin of mine who we were very close, we grew up together, is more like my brother, and he was killed in 1999 by a, in a horrific car accident. Horrific. Devastated our family. And I think that made me look for something else. And I just, I wasn't comfortable in the Catholic Church. I think it's a beautiful religion if it works for you. Um, like I said, you know, everyone does what what's good for themselves, and I just think I needed a new change at that point, and that's when I found the church, mm-hmm. the Methodist Church. It could have been any church at that time. You know, it's where I felt welcome. Um, I feel a part of a community there. They say, "Oh, it's so big, it's so huge," but you find your way, you find your niche. You know, you find the people that you can connect with. There's so many wonderful groups and organizations there. Um, and I think that that probably triggered the change. I know it triggered in my boys. I know that changed them. And I don't know how to get them back. But how? I think the death of a loved one like that. Oh, I thought she meant you leaving the... Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, no, no. Okay. I think the death of a no, loved absolutely. one... Absolutely. You question. You question a lot of things. And um, they, haven't, they haven't found their way yet. But they will. I have all the confidence that they will. Do you try to dissuade them? Not sway. No. There's the wrong word. No. Do you help? I offer, but honestly, Michael, you know, 
I want to maintain the loving relationship I have with my two sons. And I never want your ethos. Yeah, I never want to impose. And they're grown. They're not. They're they're not. They're men. Yeah, exactly. They have their own lives. They're married. You know, one has a family. They're they're very accomplished in their own lives. They can make their own decisions. Um, No, I I try very hard to not give. In fact, I try so hard sometimes. My tongue is hemorrhaging when I'm. <laughs> Which I think a lot of mothers and fathers probably do, but um, no, they're good. They're all good. Good, good. So, what else? Anything mm. else you want to share? What else do we want to share? Hmm. Well, we can wrap it up. I'd... It's been a great talk. Well, I think we've we've probably handled everything. The beginning of Carpet Corner and going on and. Um, the experiences that I've had, I've been fortunate to do. Did you know I was on the soap opera in my early career? No. You didn't? Okay. See, I because I grew up on the East Coast, and I did a lot of things in New York and North Jersey and that kind of thing, I had an opportunity. It was actually funny. I, was, I had an opportunity uh, for an audition for... Of course, it's no longer around. One Life to Live, big soap opera, ABC. Really? Mm-hmm. What happened? And we, um, I, <laughs> we moved in '81 to Kansas City oh. area, and I got the call. Oh gosh! Can you believe timing? Timing, right? And I did have an opportunity. I went back, and Norm said, "Look, if this works out." Hey, we'll we'll pack it up and we'll go back east. This is a chance of a lifetime. So I went back and um, and I auditioned and I got a five week contract just to see how things would mm-hmm. go. And I had a dear friend from uh, high school and college, my friend Bob Nolan, and uh, I stayed with him in the city and uh, I auditioned and I got the part. And you know who was the casting director? In the day, back then, you know, it's early 80s, Mary Jo Slater, who was Christian Slater's mother. Talk about that. Anyway, so I went in. I don't know if she was more intrigued that I lived in Kansas or, or my talent. But anyway, long story short, I did get the gig, and it was fun. It was such fun. And uh, when you talk about soap operas, you know, people say, well, what error was that? You know, what was going on? Oh, I watched it in college. You know, it's like when it comes out of my mouth, it sounds so absurd. You know, like, well, do you remember Asa Buchanan? (laughs) And he had his wife hiding up in the attic. But then his son, (laughs) Bo, and whatever the other one's name was, uh, Bo and whatever, um, they had this. And then Vicky was married to this. And and then there was Dorian Lord, but Dorian Lord, and then I ran and Marco and Karen, and Karen was um, Judith Light. Oh wow! Judith Light was started in One Life to Live, and and she actually got her gig on Who's the Boss while we were doing that because she would go. Oh wow! For, yeah, but anyway, and you'd say these things. You say, "Oh come on, come on, yeah." And then my partner in crime was Dan Loria. Dan Loria was the father in Wonder Years. So he and I were a a couple, and we ran after Marco and Karen in the circus. (laughs) 
It's hysterical. I mean, who does this, right? And uh, but it was fun. I loved it. I loved the experience. Man, it's a so lot of So it was of five weeks, and then was five weeks was the with con- a possible with, like yeah. two year, one year yeah. renewal if the five yes. week worked out. Yeah. Then what happens is I remember going down into the studio. You had to go down, you know, into the studio, and I was caught on the steps. And the grand, one of the grand dames of soap operas in the day was Robin Strasser, Dorian Lord. She was wonderful. Everybody wanted to be, you know, Robin Strasser. I mean, she had it all. She was great. We were very similar in, mm-hmm. we were coloring, stature, everything. Mm-hmm. But I was a good 10 or so years younger. And she cornered me on the step and she said, who are you? <laughs> And that was the end of the extension of my contract. Oh, really? Yeah. But that, you know what? It was okay. Looking back now, I get it. I was that's how that of, works. What? That's you're, that's right. That you know, you, you can't game. have too big an ego in this business mm-hmm. because you're you know you go in and you're mm-hmm. most of the time you're you're cut cut off at the mm-hmm. knees. But then the writers um, said that um, yeah, unfortunately, it's just probably not going to work. And I said, hey, appreciate mm-hmm. the opportunity. And then we came back. Yeah, she probably said, hey, it's her or me. Exactly. And I and was they got enough, more equity yeah. in contracting her. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And I get it. I get it, yeah. But it was what an experience. They work so hard. It is well, such say, a grilling shot, schedule. Talk about that. Because they oh. don't shoot just one at a time. No. Aren't they shooting like five episodes a day or something yeah, insane? I mean, yeah. Some, but it's a short shooting schedule. Short shooting. You got to be on. I mean, you start. Well, of course, I was low man. So, I mean, I was there 536 o'clock in the morning, you know, to start the shoot. But it was so fun being in the makeup. It, it was a wonderful experience. I'm glad I had it. But you know what? I think back about it now. And would I be happy living in the city? I guess I would have adjusted. But... That's not the life I wanted. So, you know, mm. it all works out. It all works out. You only have one life to live. No. Nope. <laughs> you are good. You That's are right. good. Yeah. But that was the heyday. You know, it, it ran all my children, one life to live in general. And then now Y&R. there's nothing anymore. Yeah. That was CBS or whatever. Oh. Yeah, CBS. Well, he's still acting. Yes. What's his face? Eric Braden or something. He's like 83 and he's going through We cancer. had that uh, Memorial Day. You know, every once in a while you get a Monday off and mm-hmm. you're like, why does TV look weird? Yeah. You're like, oh, because it's, you know, because it's a Monday, you know. Yeah. yeah. Why is Wayne Brady on TV right now? It's like, oh, it's a Monday. But it was uh, Young and Restless, is that it? Yes. It was on TV. I'm yeah. like, is this a rerun? I had to, had to look at the timestamp on the, the guide. Uh-huh. Like this guy must be acting for fifty years. Oh, at least yes. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Am I? I'm getting, no. I'm asking uh, you. Is, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fifty years. He must be. That's, must be because he's gig. in his. Eight, yeah. Even probably. Yeah. That's a gig. And most of those people who have been working that long on those shows look really good. Yeah. I they mean, do. Um, I mean, but yeah. You, you know, they are very skilled. I don't think that soap actors get the the do that they should it's a grueling it's a grueling schedule and mm. you've got to you've got to be on top of your game i know you know so you look people make fun and it's corny and whatever but it's a great foundation for a lot of other work 
even if it's just for the work ethic of it. Um, but, you know, I had always thought in my mind that I would be a soap, act, a soap actress all my life. My mother, God rest her soul, I grew up in that area where QVC started. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a big thing. And I had gone to the university at, in Westchester there, and they opened QVC, which was the biggest thing back then. And all that came on, and there was a spokesperson, Kathy if I, Kathy Levin, Levine, and my mother, you should have stayed here. You could have been the Kathy Levine of QVC. And every time I see QVC or buy something from QVC or whatever, I always think of my mother. I should have stayed there. I could have been the Kathy Levine of QVC. So... Was your mother proud of the work you were doing here? I'm sure she was proud oh, of the she work was, you were doing Oh, she was here. very, very proud. Yeah, she, they'd come for a visit. We'd be at a restaurant and, you know, and they'd go, oh, you know, and I'd say, yeah. You know. Speaking of restaurants, you probably get good reservations. Or you can probably get in without a reservation. No, Unlike I, I couldn't last night somewhere. No, no. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I never thought of it. Maybe I should. Maybe Seriously? I should throw that around. No, I would never do that. No, no not you do it. You get there, and they're like, "Wait a minute." Oh, okay. Sometimes, we have yes. a table, Mr. and Mrs. Craig. Yeah, sometimes, but yeah, sometimes that that works. Yeah, it's that's good. I don't, you know, you play it for as long as you can. Do the best. Well, how about we wrap it up? Sounds good. Did this I answer awesome. a thing? No, it has this been has awesome. This has been awesome. I've Thank been waiting you. for this since we started the podcast. Oh, you're sweet. We had trouble scheduling. You do know that at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'll say, oh, we should have mentioned this. Oh, we should have said <laughs> well, this. Well, come back. Oh, we should have Come back. This. Oh, okay. That's the best part. Okay. You know, we've had uh, one person come on twice. Wonderful. Um, and I'll tell you something else. I was going to say off air, um, off pod, however you want to say it. Um, I think Norm would be a great interview. <laughs> because I didn't know his background until I chatted with him very briefly yes. when I ran into you guys a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And he started telling me his family's provenance. Yes. And I, I was know. like, wait a minute, what? Yes. How Your exciting. Your father did what? Yeah. And oh, I don't yeah. even want to open up that can right now. I yeah. mean, we can if we want, but we will be here another. <coughs> Excuse me. And you're already choked up. <laughs> well, it's just um, power bar I had to eat or whatever it's called. You look more powerful, by um, the way. I was, I was noticing, sitting across from you, it's like, I think you, your muscles might be bursting out of that white, clean shirt. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you know I'm always going to renew your contract. <laughs> it's up to me. Well, um, somebody will. One person but, in town. Yeah, I think... Norm would be a great. I think he would. Because yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. I'm saying a bunch of stuff that no one can. No, and and I know it's not the time to go into it. But you know what? He would. He's such a great background. I don't even know how we got on the subject, but he just started telling me mm-hmm. Hollywood and his father and the, okay. everything, and I was like, Oh yeah, his tech. wow. They they uh, opened, founded, and directed the Philadelphia Civic Ballet in in Philadelphia. They have great. Great history back there. Mm-hmm. They brought dance to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He taught what's his Bugs face? Bugs uh, uh, Two-step. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, Tin Man? No. Danny Kay. Dan- oh, Charles Bronson. Was that it? Charles Bronson. I don't know. I'd have yeah, to. Yeah, I, I think it was Charles. Yeah, Charles Bronson. Great history. Great people. 
And then it kind of made sense why he and you know he's into dancing, he's into yes. arts. You're mm-hmm. obviously into arts, right? Why you guys are such you know, right? And he, in fact, just fairly recently, he said, you know, we need to participate more in the ballet. And I said, okay. So we go to the ballet, and he's just immersed, you know, and just brings back so many memories. And Rudolf Noriev, is that who you're speaking of? Mm-mm. His experience being with Rudolf Noriev, yeah. No, he was telling me that his father taught someone, someone, a famous Western, I want to feel like it was a Western actor, needed to learn how to two-step. and he was John Wayne, to, maybe? Yeah. Was it John Wayne? Yeah, I think John so. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the stories, you know, after a while. Like the biggest name, and I can't think <laughs> yeah, you know, I know, think the biggest of it, name. but I think that's what great he said. His, great history in Philadelphia. Gave so a anyway, lot to the city. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would. But this is the most important, and this was—I was really looking forward to this. I'm glad to have you by the agency. I think it's been. I a while love since you... this great vibe here. Yeah, it's, I love it's it. Fun, and and for years, I mean, same mm-hmm. place, same station, same everything. It'll be fifty great. soon. Fifty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, nineteen seventy-five. You know where does the time go? Just just whizzing by. Just goes up. Goes up and up. <laughs> Or down. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I, I, I love spending time with you. And I know we're always business when we get together for a shoot. So Half the time. It's great to be with Tim here. You make our job easy. Oh, well, thank you. And together, the three of us, the four of us, the group of us, we um, we really help Carpet Corner. We do. All right. It's a great thing. Thanks, Let's guys. Let's shake hands and get out of here. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Michelle. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Little Agency That Roars podcast. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on FasoniPartners.com under podcast. Be sure to subscribe, be sure to like, and leave a review. If you want to submit an interview or submit yourself for an interview, please email roar at FasoniPartners.com. That's R-O-A-R at FasoniPartners.com. Thanks. Thanks.